Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. A-U-N, American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their lives. Pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human God the politician meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar? The public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about their future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Conant Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Hey, thanks, everyone. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Hope everyone had a very merry and special Christmas. Uh, we are starting the new year out, our first show of the year. Uh, we've been off for uh, at least three weeks now. We usually take two weeks, but because of the way the holidays fell, it's three weeks. Uh, uh, 243 years ago today, Thomas Paine published Common Sense. And uh, there's so many great people who are publishing versions of the updated versions of common sense in the freedom and liberty movement globally. And at the cutting, leading edge, we're very honored to have Jamie Lee, a biodynamic farmer, activist, financial advisor, author, revisionist historian. And correct me, but Jamie was with us last August for his first appearance. And... Uh, but there's so much that goes on, uh, but uh, Jamie has got his hands in so many different pies. He's had one of the first Flat Earth, if not the first Flat Earth website, has published two books, one on Flat Earth and one on geoengineering. Uh, there are a bunch of links. His email is in there, his YouTube channel link. 
is producing, publishing, just really cutting-edge stuff on the California fires from Santa Rosa to the campfire to the Malibu fires. He just spent a whole day today in paradise. And if you haven't followed his YouTube channel, and, and, and there's a whole bunch of other channels that are following this, but uh, Jamie is at the leading edge of consolidating uh, the sense of community, uh, activists and people in need who, ha- who need help connecting, rebuilding, reexamining uh, all of these things that went into these fires. There's a, a, a criminal uh, destructive element of force Applied energy has been used in these fires. They are unlike anything I have ever seen. And many of us looking at these videos, we shake our heads and we can't, we can't understand what's going on. But this is the same kind of energy looking back to 9-11. There were some elements of this applied to the toasted cars and vans all throughout lower Manhattan. I, I look at the cars in all of these fires and they're the same thing, toasted, the, 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 the car rubber is, is exploded, the glass is melted, the aluminum is melted, and you just go on and on. But Jamie has been documenting these fires uh, with a really fine-tuned a sense of uh, justice and transparency and honor to the truth. And we are very honored to have you back on, Jamie. Thank you very much. Oh, Fred, thank you. Thank you for that uplift. And you That's spent the whole day in paradise. No pun. <laughs> You have to, because that's how they get us, you know, and, and it's just, yeah, so this, this lady who's actually getting me some food, because we haven't eaten all day, because all we've done from 8 or 9 o'clock this morning and going up Honey Run, where a bunch of cars were parked on the side of the road and got torched, all the way through till just now, 15 minutes ago, coming down from there, we've been investigating this crime scene, another way to say it. Um, we've got interviews. I, I talked to a chief battalion chief for uh, Butte County, EMS, uh, emergency services for, for Butte County, and I got that on the interview. Uh, I've got a homeowner who lost everything and how tired people she knows died in cars. Um, we got firsthand accounts that not the person said they saw a fire truck. I mean, they're saying 52,000 people got, uh, evacuated, but people know that's not true. Um, there's so much to disseminate. I'm still, I'm still kind of trying to uh, debrief process. And, uh, you know, so I'm, it's just a very big story that keeps getting bigger. And my YouTube channel, I started with one. I think I just, I, th- I think the last video was number 58. And the reason to keep this story alive is because it's a bigger story than 9-11. It's more death than they're telling us. There's a cover-up, yeah. yes, but there's, a, there's, there's, there's technology that is beyond most people's ability to conceive and recognize because we haven't been exposed to it. But my background is in Wall Street where I worked with the analysts. And when you talk in Wall Street, you talk to the business side. They tell you how many widgets, there's how many missiles, how many this and that. And if you get into the woo-woo stuff, they'll tell you what they're doing and how it works and what they expect to do with military contractors and whatnot. So after in Santa Rosa, I was there for those attacks um, on October 2000 of last year, 17. And we had to evacuate. And I kind of recognized pretty quickly that uh, these, these were not a fire in any way because they would hit one area and not hit another. And a wonderful lady, I think she was by Truth by Grace, had done a whole breakdown of the Fort McMurray Beast Fire a year before that had started as a one-day fire and ended up being fired for two and a half months. And she was questioning how the cars incinerated and had a glass that melts a tempered glass that melts at 2,200 degrees. Why isn't the tempered glass there? It's just ashes. 
so she she gave me the context to recognize when they hit Santa Rosa, and I went just to the next door neighborhood and I saw the same MLs. So I have some friends that are still in the analyst business, and you're a Wall Street guy, you understand this, but they still cover Lockheed and Rand and McDonald's Douglas and stuff. But because I'm not in the industry anymore, they can't tell me everything over drinks. Um, so we use this little code, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the code is. You ask the question, and if, if, if you're wrong, they'll tell you you're wrong. If they're right, they'll be silent. So after the yeah. attack in Santa Rosa, um, I called up my buddy, and I said, hey, was that the 8238B Lockheed that did the laser attack? Was, it, was that a laser attack? And he said, no. And I said, but it was lasers. And he was silent. I said, well, yeah. what, what was, what's the delivery system if it's not lasers? Was what did you get your kids for Christmas last year? I said, well, I got him a drone. A drone? <laughs> okay, I got it. He's silent. So that's the game we play, you know. Wow. Um, and, and so anyway, so that gave me confirmation. So then I started researching. I found that Lockheed Martin openly and blatantly on their website will show you uh, a truck on its axles being torched with a laser from two miles up down right through the engine hood, exactly what we're seeing here. And so it's not just paradise. We've been attacked in Santa Rosa. We've been attacked in Redding twice, Lake County four times, Mendocino Complex fire, and heading south. Malibu got hit six, eight hours after they got hit up here in paradise. And nobody connects the two. The Wolseley fire hit Malibu and all the, all the celebrities' homes and stuff. That came out of nowhere, same profile. And we have on our YouTube, I don't know if you saw it, the one I published the other day, but it's showing a fire, it's showing a column like a rocket, like something that's launched straight from the epicenter of the whole event. Did you see that? Uh, I saw the, uh, I, we were talking about the logs, the, the, the internally burnt, you know, fried well, no, that's, logs. That's another aspect, yeah, yeah. So the logs we saw, and we're confirming that up there now, they're logging the, excuse me, they're logging the crap out of this place. There's no, there's no, no human life effort to reestablish your homes or anything. They're clear-cutting everything. They're putting in mass fiber optic cables. I got these interviews where they're putting everything underground and above ground. They've got just these massive tree-cutting operations going on. PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric here, is getting all the blame for everything. I mean, there's no trees that have been burnt. And they, and, and they said that from this fire, from the Paradise Fire right after it on November 8th, for eight days, the entire Northern California was sucked in what I'm calling a, a chem fog. Like in China, you can't see 20 feet. And that covered us out here for eight days. And I got in a plane uh, during that time and flew up and out of it. It was about 3,000 feet to break free from it. And then as soon as I got over to Sierras heading east, I could see the geoengineering brackets that were holding this chem fog in from ground level up to about 3,000 feet. We've never seen anything like that before. And then last few weeks ago when I was back up here in Paradise, they had laid the same thing down in Chico and in Paradise, but up above it was totally clear and to the south was totally clear. Sacramento. It was a new engineered product, part of the whole new open disclosure, as I'm calling full disclosure, where they're not even trying to hide the technology anymore. We're seeing, I saw holes in the tree trunks, these big ponderosa pines that are only burned up 20 feet in the air. Now, why is the trees burned from the bottom up? Well, the fires are going up, you could say, but all the limbs above it are fine. It didn't hurt any of them, and it only hit the, hit the it only hit the, um, the branches, um, not the branches above, it just hit up to 20, 25 feet. And one of my peaks in my comment section, I have someone coming in the car here. Hello. We're on the air here. And it goes up 20 feet. 
And like, that's what this guy was saying. Like, all humans have, like, an aura about them um, around us. So the stars have an aura that's, like, 20, 23 feet. And that's almost exactly spread with the starring we saw on the trees today was only about 20, 25 feet there. And I'm, I'm here with Christine, who was also with me driving around today, and she's from Chico. And she just got, uh, and I'm just watching videos, and she's been chronicling this stuff too. And, and to have to see such destruction where something was completely destroyed, and the next to it, the, 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 the Christian Catholic Church is fine, or 10 houses and 10 buildings are destroyed, and then uh, the Freemason building is fine, and then the Kmart, where everybody had to shepherd in when they were all couldn't get out because the fire was all around them and, and they weren't letting them out of town. They were all in the Kmart. Um, we found out, Christine started looking at says, Jamie, look at the numbers. And the numbers was, what was it, 6626? <clears throat> 6626 at Paradise Center Plaza. Plaza. And then we went to the skating rink. Get this. They opened the, the skating rink. And nobody's back in town. Nobody could move back here because their houses are completely torched. The cars are all melted down to you can't recognize anything. And everybody's just going about their business kind of like it's weird. Wait, the skating rink was, 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 did not get hurt? <laughs> yeah, they got the skating rink open. And they're clear-cutting this land all the way up to Polga, where we're going, uh, that, that oh. goes all the way up about 20 miles up along the Feather River. And they've got the hydroelectric dam there. They've got this huge Orville Lake. But they got houseboats on it, and the lake's down like 90%. There's hardly any water there at all. The event after, three days after, what they do after they hit us is, is they wash it clean, just like the Malibu had the mudslides yesterday. They hit yeah. a, a paradise with rain after the event, and they said they had 6.66 inches of rain. But all you meteorologists are focused, you understand what I'm saying. There's a bunch of demonic presence we're seeing physically manifested here in paradise. And it ties back all the way to John Milton's book, Paradise Lost, that he wrote in the 1600s, who happened to die on November 8th, the same exact day that the attacks of 9-11, you can say 8-11 is 9-11, was the same day here, just like in October. We got hit on October 9th, which could be 2017, could be 9-11. They love their numerology, but they're claiming paradise it was here. They're not trying to help people get back. We interviewed a lady, Shannon, who lost everything, and she owned business, and she claimed that she knows people, five people sitting in a car that were, that were torched in their car. And if 52,000 people evacuated from here, the official body count is saying 88 people died. That's a lot. A massive, massive lot. And, and, and Jamie, there are only two roads to exit paradise that valley only has two exit roads and they're not that wide to think that 30 40 50 plus thousand people were able to evacuate is just it's it, it makes no sense at all and based on what i saw in the youtube videos uh there are a lot of abandoned cars there are a lot of people uh you know things stalled out just a few people i think made it out it seemed like well, that's the conversation, right? That's the big boy conversation that we all need to have is that's what we're trying to discover. And, and the sadness of this all is that we have no, um, um, hang on one second, I'm going to hear that. Okay. Um, sorry about that. Um, that's what we're trying to find out. I mean, so that is like, how do you figure out how many people are in town when they're using it? 
the thing is that the reason we're using the number 52,000 is that what the New York Times used. That's what the USA Today used. That's what the Guardian newspaper used. That's what the CBS 60 Minute, who after everybody else had forgotten about Paradise, put on their 60 Minute show. It was titled Paradise Lost, and the caption on the side was titled Hell on Earth. And then he had a circus spread and circus stadium of football in the background. And it was a whole hit piece about what happened here, according to them, you know, blaming the PG&E power lines, but also about DNA. How to find the victims as you donate your own DNA so they can find your lost and loved ones. And they had a super processing DNA center now, a new, new super duper one they had in the mall. But we went to where the, the home the people were supposed to be in the shelter that left from Paradise, because Chico, the closest town, is 15 miles away. They were supposed to be all over the Walmart there. And for those that don't know Walmart, Walmart is Sam Walton. Sam Walton was U.S. Naval Intelligence. Sam Walton designed the Japanese internment camps. And it's no wonder over 900 uh, retail stores have closed this last year. They all look like Sam Walton designed prison camps as their towers. This is another big subject we got to talk about is where the USA is heading with all this after everything collapses. So this whole town up here has been, seems to be something that is different because one, the previous attacks came at night. This was a dual attack on the same day. We understand this technology was using actually underground lasers. And if you get into neutrinos and, and underground tomography, they can travel sound waves. Uh, Glenn system, the, 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 the ground emergency uh, uh, network uh, uh, underneath the ground is a perfect example of that. And so they can create lightning storms from below and create them up the trees. And that's how I think they spark the fires from down below. But we also have a lot of evidence now from an expert who was in the field who ran my radio show and told us in very detailed knowledge that the embers are the key to it all because the flying embers you saw during the fire during the day, this is a test yeah. during the day for the first time, the embers are actually programmable nanobots forming, self-replicating that can get up to whatever temperature you want. And that's why you see the homes torched out but the grass, the, the plastic garbage cans are fine, the shrubs are all fine. This was not a forest fire in any way. No trees were burnt. And everybody wants to blame smart meters, but now we're learning that there's very advanced, highly advanced technology. And they used the vortex of that cloud, this big, huge, massive black cloud, where they had gotten notifications two days before to a person said the same thing, PGA was saying, expect your power to go out. Because the new law in California, the people that allegedly caused the problem are now the ones that can turn off your power preemptively if the winds get above, get to 20 miles per hour, right? So they can shut off your power at any time they want. So all of this is about um, control, and then the rebuild is ridiculous because now when I'm telling these people, I had to tell them today what's going to happen next. Because in Santa Rosa, when they tried to rebuild, they, 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 it was more cost. They have to get solar panels. All the new homes have to be all electric. There's new building codes on the garages. Everything's changing. They don't even, in Santa Rosa fires, there was 170 fires that started on the same day. The Cal Fire Chief, Ken Pimlot, has identified 13 of them. He's refused to identify 157 of the years, whatever the map is of these fires. But to this yeah. day, these guys have no respect. They, they deserve no respect for forensics because we're leading the way showing the only plausible answer is lasers, directed lasers. And I try and get people to understand the analogy. If you can go into 7-Eleven and you can buy a green laser pen for a few bucks and you can shine it up and hit a pilot a couple thousand feet up, what the heck do you think the military's at? This is, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, 
what what is the big picture here, Jamie? I don't want to go off track here, but uh, why why these fires? What is what do you think is 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 being done here to to? I mean, because what you're saying is this could be done anywhere in the country right now, anywhere in the world. Yeah, World War III started on 9-11, folks. I mean, that's when the whole Albert Pike prophecy and everything came to fruition. It started this long-term final solution thing that they've talked about for over 200 years. We have to understand this has been planned out for extremely long periods of time. You know, we're talking John Milton back in the 1600s. And most people don't understand that the founding of this country is based by a religious uh, uh, format. I mean, Washington, D.C., which is a corporation, used to be called Rome, Maryland. The White House is named after Andrew White, the first archbishop of the United States that came over to Jamestown on a boat called the Freemason. George Washington was a Freemason, and every president has the same negative bloodline. Not the same, but they all have negative bloodline. We have to wake up that Potomac used to be called the Tyrant. This is all Roman Latin law. We're, we're under rule by men in black, by the hand, the hand you don't see. Um, and that's why they're no longer the elite, I'm calling them, they're the e-light, because our light is shining into their darkness, and they're no longer dark, they're now our shadow. We own that darkness. The end is here. This is the dawning of a new age. This is super exciting times, as well as being absolutely terrifying. And, and, and we would, they would not bring us the darkness to our souls at this time, I'm convinced, whether they're spiritual or not. They would not be bringing it to us if we could not handle it ourselves. If, we were, if our light wasn't able to shine bright enough, and so I honor platforms like you guys coming out and speaking out and trying to understand better what, what we're facing and how we, how we can, and, and building your own strength that makes you go inside all this darkness to make you find your light inside. Are you going to step up and fight? Is it worth more about you than it is? Is the world worth more or, or is it more about you? What's more important? And, and, and when you have children, that answer is super easy, right? So it's about giving that. It's about making what we want to see, not what we don't want. And this is where the fun part comes in. I hope you like that. Because now we're about solution-based. Now we're putting in the Akashic Record all the solutions and what we can do. But let's study the ancients who knew so much more than this. Uh, because that, that's how I got into Flat Earth was I started looking at 5,000 years of theocosmogony. And these guys who I have total respect for who built pyramids, we still don't know how, no matter how smart you are. Why? We still don't know how smart you are can tell us why they did it told us that this was the way the, the, the legend of the mythology of our, of our cosmology, of our theocosmology, I call it, our God, our God universe. And it's elegant, it's beautiful, but because we've lost sight of the stars, we don't sleep on the ground to ground us anymore, we've lost Earth consciousness, we have to relearn through education, through assimilation, through conversations like this. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. It's just, uh, you know, we, we can all feel things quickening, accelerating right now, uh, and, and I, I'm not pointing the finger at the solution being Trump or anything political like that. Uh, I, 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 I like, you got somebody that is really, no, it's, I don't know it's what's going Jamie, on. Jamie and his friend are eating, Fred. Remember he said the food was coming. I was going to say to everybody, just hang in there because he's starving, and that's what the noise okay. is. It's not, oh, not I'm like sorry, I, mean, I, mean, I I got a microphone it's quite loud, there, Jamie, like, but, you know, I know you're hungry. Yeah, it's, it's very loud. That's all right. If you want to <laughs> do it, it we'll, we'll wait for you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I couldn't hear myself even talk. 
Uh, yeah, what were we saying, Fred? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well. We've been doing this show for it's going to be 12 years coming up this this May, and uh, we've seen a lot of ebbs and flows and and people being attacked and die and you know strange strange things have happened uh, on on this call you know several times we've been uh, you know whatever you want to call it uh, it, it, I, you know we're all being monitored bottom line and. Uh, you know, here here t- today, uh, for some reason, I haven't really noticed this. It's been many years since I've noticed this, but there were helicopters in the sky, you know, all day. You know, just flying here, flying there. I said, why in God's name is are there so many helicopters around Chicago today? And it just made me think of what you're going through, Paradise. There's got to be a lot of military presence out there. There's got to be, you know, uh, special op teams that are rebuilding, that are clear cutting that are reinstalling i don't know but um you're 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 in sort of ground zero territory this is all being tested uh they're testing our our uh, willingness to to research understand uh connect the dots whatever but um well, yeah and, and trying to bring it out yeah to a bigger picture and you're a finance guy and you know people may or may not understand that our whole currency is based on water and i didn't realize this until i got out of wall street but that's legalese where the genesis, the etymology of the banking system is a river bank, deposit slips, currency, cash flows, illiquid liquid. And what's the Vatican called? It's the Holy See. And then our legal system under Roman Latin law is citizenship, partnership, relationship, ownership, and then you got a bailiff. And then you got a, a docket. And then you have the judge in black. And that's Gordon, Jordan Maxwell, elegant, eloquent, broke all that down, the symbology behind the control systems because everything's kicked into the legal system. Well, let's go file a lawsuit. Everything's kicked into somebody else fixing it through a system that's absolutely corrupt to its core. How do you know a politician is lying? His looks are moving. So what do you see them doing as, as, as the meme of what they want people to think? Well, why did Trump, with Gavin Newsom, the new governor, just ushered in in California, and Jerry Brown, the former governor, all go to paradise? And they didn't go anywhere else. The Malibu, they didn't go into Reading. They didn't go anywhere else. They came to Paradise. Why? And then Arnold Schwarzenegger came here, and, and, and Ronnie Howard is, is going to make a movie about it. Well, you get in their background, they're all three Masons. Now, what's Trump? Well, he went to Fordham. That's a Jesuit school. What was Jerry, Jerry Brown? He's a Jesuit minister. Sorry, he's getting back to the men in black. But these tie, and, and Gavin Newsom is another Jesuit. And these guys are all tied into the trilateral, which is the three-pronged system that runs the world's finances and the world's economies and the TV programming, and that's City of London, Washington, D.C., and the Vatican. There's one bank that clears all the central bank trades in one country. You know what that is, Fred? Bank of International Settlement. In Basel, Switzerland. And they Basel, Basel, Switzerland. Yep. And the Rothschilds are the bankers, the treasurers, to the Vatican. The Vatican have all the wealth. They just want the power, so they gave all the money to what they call the court pop Jews. And those are the Jews that you hear about, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, everybody blames the Jews. No, that's just gave them usury. So they, and that, that happened in the Battle of Waterloo. You know that story about how, how, they, uh, how the Rothschilds went in and sold off the London market down yep, yep. 98%, and then they bought it back after they, they knew that, that Napoleon had won, so they made yep. the equivalent of a trillion dollars. And that was the funding for them to set up the entire banking system 
And if you go back to history and you look at civilizations, it's what the monuments are the center of their cities. And so it used to be churches and Gothic cathedrals and things like that. And then after that time, between the 1850s and the 1870s, that's when they started building the banking empire. It was a shift to a monetary system, a shift away from values to, to desires. They're all by design. This has all been a meme that's been played out over time in generations. And so when you start unpeeling these layers, you keep going, no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? No way. Yeah. But it's been a mind program for so long. One, we can't hold really anybody accountable because it's been by professionals. And as, as you well know, working in Wall Street, they can hire the best and the brightest. And this guy that I just interviewed, I, I said, you know, who tapped you? And he knew exactly what I was saying. And, like, he was a science guy, and he did one the science fair, and he was one of the nationals, and he got tapped by U.S. Naval Intelligence. And they wanted to put him into programming into these systems and offered him a ton of money in high school. They're monitoring everything, like you said, but that's nothing new. Scott McNeely, owner of Sun Micro in 1983, said, we already know everything about you. Get over it. We just don't wake up now and say, oh, my gosh, they're reading my email, listening to my phone, was breaking up my phone conversation. Well, now they're using psychotronic weaponry, targeted individuals. I've been hit with, with nerves that have made me crippled and swelled up my feet and a lot of pain over five, six years now. It's Deborah Tavares. She's been attacked. Um, wow. It's part of the game we're in where you start speaking out and they're going to you get your head up enough. They'll, um, they'll want to, you know, but you're stronger than them because you're, you start operating on higher frequencies. And their whole thing is about frequency control between 8 and 12 hertz. And that's what all these things are actionated at. The 5G and everything is keeping you in a certain range. But if you get in a higher consciousness, they, their frequencies are messed up. This is why they're legalizing marijuana all around the world at the same time. How did that happen? Everybody around the world, because they're putting out Kmart cannabis. And it's to keep you at a lower frequency rather than a higher one. And, um, you know, we're healing people with cancer with, with Rick Simpson oil, with hemp oil. We have, we have lasers now. I, I went to a laser guy, and, and it's, it's FDA-approved. And it's like it can heal you, and, and it's, it's totally anybody can do it. it. Reduces fat, helps with stress, post-surgery. All the all the rolfers and chiropractors are getting these machines because it's a modality that heals you non-invasively. You know, the Western medicine system of which we rank last out of all 38 modern countries in quality of care, why do we give doctors any prestige? You know, would you go to a basketball game if your team was 38 out of 38? No. But we tip our doctors like they know something. You know? They know what they were trained to do. So it's a big pie, you know. So, let's, Jamie, let's back up a little bit and, and walk through some of these fires. Uh, uh, you're looking at uh, – okay, we're, we're getting that background music. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh Let's walk through some of these fires. Uh, the, the, the common threads are total, complete, utter devastation. Uh, glass that melts, aluminum that melts, tires, rubber tires that just simply blow up, eviscerate. Uh, I don't think you have come across in anything that I've seen on video of any incinerated bones in cars. Have you? I've I, I looked. Uh, but there, there's something else going on, like, like, for example, the 3,500 people in, in those tires of 9/11. Uh, nothing is, nothing remains of, of their remains except micro fragments of bone. If there are any bones, they're small little micro fragments. 
Is this kind of what's going on in paradise? Uh, you know, people are simply uh, denuclearized or, 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 or are they just eviscerated or turned to, turned to dust? Or well, what, what's going on, do you think? Well, what was 9-11? That's a multi-pronged. This guy that enlightened me was in the technology and the business on the inside said, you know, it's a multi-pronged attack. I mean, they had nanobots, they had electric, uh, underground electric lasers. He's learning, too, some of the stuff. Cause his work just confirmed also why people in the industry don't get it. It's because his work was compartmentalized. He would get some of the work from the universities, and the universities are big labs for, for some of this work. And then they send them to the, to the think tank, the long tank science to work on them. Then they go back to somewhere else. So you never see the final product of what you're working on. So I was connecting dots for him on stuff he worked on going, oh, that's what that was for. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And then he's connecting with me on stuff that he knows, like the nanobot technology that he worked on in vacuum rooms to, to create um, these, these swarming. I mean, nanotechnology is a trillion-dollar freaking industry and is totally unregulated and totally unknown by the general public. The whole GMO movement, and, and, and I heard in your intro this thing about there's never been a successful environmental movement. There is no anti-war movement, folks. we got a lot of work to do. We're not in a hopium place where we can make changes, but what we can do is, is create the world we want to see, but it has to be in our communities where we can look, touch, and feel. And also we have to start making the, what I call being the author of your own authority is declaring your own ownership of yourself. You're not on a ship anymore. You're the author of your own authority. So you decide if, you, if this law is just. You decide if this is the right taxes you should pay. Paying taxes is voluntary by law. And everybody knows it, but everybody knows the next words I'm going to say. If I don't pay my taxes, and everybody obeys, it's incredible how we've been programmed. When you break up, you know, in a 9-11 on the back of the dollar bills, does anybody know that folding party trick? There's 9-11 story right there. Two hundred dollar bill. If you look at half of it, it's in gold. And if you look real closely in the back of the hundred dollar bill on the right side, it's in cursive writing. And gold is the second is the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence. Now, why are they putting nine eleven on the back of the bills? The five, the ten, the twenty, and the fifty, telling the story of nine eleven. And the new hundred dollar bill is half in gold. Well, they're telling you what they're doing next. They're abolishing the government, getting rid of currencies. Like there's oil prices going down. Why did they hit Houston and Hurricane Harvey? What does it have? Oil refineries, insurance. It's all a big game to them. Big, big, big game. But they're in their process of war where they took everybody out, in my opinion, from what I've observed, my 50-plus videos, that they did this during the morning. So kids were on school buses. So people were out of their cars. So people were moving so they could get a target. There's a picture I have on my website. Is it real or not? Who knows? Of a Cal Fire fire truck with two guys in Cal Fire uniforms and a 50 caliber sniper rifle laid out in a prone position. Yeah, wow. I saw that. Yeah. You know? And you just have to understand that, that when the Kmart's fine and the houses next to it are completely gone, they wanted the Kmart to live. That has to be the technology. When you see that the trees are being harvested by a guy named Red Emerson, who's the richest, richer than Bill Gates, has, has more land than Ted Turner, knows all the timberites on the Ponderosa up here, Ponderosa Pines, he's harvesting the crap out of all this, making huge buck. And it's just the trees weren't burned at all, just the bases and the bark. And they're harvesting, like, well, when you see my videos of, of miles of, of, of tree harvesting, it's incredible. But they're raping the land. This is rape. 
and the stories of the people that lost people inside their cars that weren't counted. They have they have no closure. Their souls have not had closure. This is this is a crime scene, and everybody needs to come here while you can and see what I'm seeing because this is the biggest story in the history of the United States right now. And I can't get people excited enough to really, you know, want to yet, but maybe we can get this documentation because the more eyes that see this, more confirmations. And talking to the chief battalion of the EMS services here in Butte County, um, he was confirming a lot of things like he saw no fire trucks come in. We've confirmed yeah. that from many sources. There was no warnings. People were told not to leave. They were told to stay in place. Remember shelter in place? That was the first yeah. team that came in. Test you, Fred. When did, when did the mean shelter in place get introduced into our head? Do you remember what the event was? No. Uh, Katrina? Or... You're going to know when I tell you. Boston bombing. Two 19 year old kids with pressure cookers called shelter in place in Boston, the home of liberty. Oh, Not wow. across the bow or what? So that was the whole shelter-in-place meme where they took down Boston, and they shut down Boston, section of Boston, with military armed guards. And just like they did at Katrina, where you're right, they did go to Katrina, and they took out the people's homes and the guns. But the events here, what we're learning here about, about protecting yourself, <clears throat> is they did, the tow truck driver that I interviewed, he had been there going up here for 20 years, and he didn't recognize any of the police or the military that was here. He works in all, he said, they weren't our people at all, because I know our people. I've worked with them for 20 years. It was a militarized operation from the get-go. They had set up a FEMA camp two weeks before. It's a 50-acre compound next to the Chico Airport. They've got the gas electric company down here at a major camp of over six, 700 trucks with all their, all their tree-cutting equipment and stuff. It's massive what they're doing here. And this town of 52,000 is kind of spread out, and the people that I've talked to in Chico that are living in other people's homes or living in their cars, they're, they're lost. They don't know what to do. Nobody's helping them. There's no FEMA. There's no, like after after Hurricane Harvey and Katrina, yeah. remember you go to the Safeway and they say donate yeah. a dollar to help Katrina. But you don't see that now, right? There's none of that going on. Wow. There's suffering going did on. You, did, hey, James, did you run into any official uh, post-fire uh, diagnostic uh, or, or or investigator uh, that was from either federal or state uh, authority that you could uh, chat with or, or, or just share some well, time I, with? I have secondhand, not first person, but last night we had a – what I'm trying to organize here is the people that have contacted me on my website from up here who have also been providing me stories and information to bring into this archival narrative so we keep the story, you know, the people's first accounts. But they were they were saying, um, talking about, what was the, tell me the question again, I'm sorry. Did you run into anyone that was a fire, post-fire investigator right. Uh, right. that was, that was so covering they said the scene? Their, their dad was a high up in Cal, uh, Cal Fire uh, Forest Defense, the CFE, and um, that he was saying he'd never seen anything like this before. It didn't make any sense. The wind speeds that they talk about, this is another incredible, this was on 60 Minutes, it was verified by the Cal Fire Chief, and Mr. Franzik's probably got a PhD in it, said that these fires were moving, Fred, at 80 football fields a minute. 80 football fields a minute was the speed that they didn't have time to react for the reason that the fire department stood down. Okay? 
So this thing came through here like 273 miles per hour. Now, don't you think there'd be some debris on the road when this place is called Ponderosa Pines and Silver Trees? There is no yeah. debris. None. Could not have been the event they said. But why are they yeah. saying 80 football fields a minute? What are they talking about? Well, what they're talking yeah. about is the underground fire of the laser going underground at that speed to target the different areas they wanted to torch from below. And all they had to do was hook up to a smart meter or something in somebody's house, bought a bing, bought a boom, put the nanobots in, and you torch this house, torch that house, put the uh, plastic garbage cans and the, and the little plastic gnome outside are fine. The trees are all fine. I mean, just overwhelming. The tow truck driver said the first thing he saw walking in, I said, how many, how many dead bodies did you see when he drove in for the first time? Because they wouldn't let him in for two days. He said, I saw yeah. 200 bodies easy. And then we have roads and roads of people back. No, wait, 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 wait a minute. This tow truck driver said he saw, found 200 bodies? I said, how many on your initial? He went in three times by the time I talked to him. Yes. The event occurred on a, let's make sure you get this right, November 8th, Thursday. He went in on Saturday, Sunday, three days, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was the first time any of his local tow so I said, you know, tow truck drivers, like, you got to move things around. They'll call you up because they're in the way. There's that, you know, they got to clear the road. So it took him three days, and he's, got, he's on the top service because we get first call. I used to live up there. He walked into town. He said, it's all gone. And his first statement was, this was a mass murder. And he went on to tell his story. That's why I went with it. I said, 52,000 missing. This was genocide. He's words. Local guys have been here all their life. These are their words. And so, as you said, coming up the hill, I said, you came into Paradise, the town up Skyway, what did you see? He goes, everything was torched except for this place, this place, and that place. And every road I looked up, the cars were all pulled, pulled aside, like someone had pulled them to the side of the road and made them stop, and all the cars were completely torched. And I go, did anybody get out? He goes, I don't think so. And I said, well, how many people did you see when you walked in? How many dead people did you see to begin with? He goes, just as I drove in, I saw 200 easy. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Counts 86, 88. That's the official number that they're, they're going down with. That's not the two months. Yesterday was two months after this event. So you, and, and then Malibu happened the same exact day, same type of cloud, same type of event. And so we're putting together this very advanced technology, but the question of why. Well, California, this is my opinion of what I'm reading and seeing, Governor Jerry Brown, before he left, says everybody that has water is going to have to reduce water requirements because of the drought. By 2022, or you're going to get $1,000 a day fine. By 30%, we all have to reduce our water. While Jerry Brown also signed in a lot of new homes, especially in Santa Rosa, have to be all electrical. Because gas can't be counted on because it blows up. And you're also going to have to harvest all the lumber so there's not going to be enough, uh, so there won't be enough fuel for the forest fires that are occurring. So he's opening up all the lumber to be harvested, to, (laughs) to be taken out. So they can put in the railroad because they have plans to put in a 300-mile railroad from where they have the smart train now, Santa Rosa, all the way up to Eureka, which is 300 miles. It's called the Great Redwood Trail, and they're selling it as a bike trail. But they've already funded it. Just like they funded in November 2014, um, Measure 1, that funds half a trillion dollars to build five megadams in the basins of California because 40% of water in California comes from snowpack and because of global warming and climate change. What is climate change? It changes climate. Shut the heck up. And and so they have a law they're going to build these mega dams. And the two areas that start in Fresno and Lake County 
they burn Lake County out where they're supposed to put the dams in four times. So there's no people can't move back into their properties because the properties are now toxic with quote benzene, and so they're 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 turned over. Or like they did in Houston Hardy, they gave FEMA gave them $1,800 against the deeds on their home, and now a year and a half later they can't pay back the money because there's no jobs, and they're having to turn over their homes after the floods. I mean, there's stuff in Katrina that uh, not, there, there was another Katrina event a week before Hurricane Harvey that nobody even reported about. If you ask people in New Orleans, if you have another Katrina event, they're all going, yeah. They're not reporting the genocide. This is not, this is wait not, a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying in New Orleans there was the canal uh, explosion again this time before Harvey? No, I wouldn't say a canal explosion, but a type, hurricane type, category four with very similar rainfall incidents as the Hurricane Katrina. It was ramped okay. up. And that was charging the supercharging air because if you remember Hurricane Harvey, they announced like eight days before it was coming, it was coming. They announced it's huge that this thing was coming in September and this thing was going to be so big and it ran up Mexico and it chronicled it. What they told the people, because I went there three weeks afterwards to talk to the people, what they <laughs> What they said to a person was, this was no hurricane. I go, what do you mean? They said the winds didn't blow, the heavens opened up. We got 10 inches of rain in three hours, and it flooded us out in the middle of the night. And I said, why didn't you leave if you know it was a hurricane that far? They said, there's still a person. Because they told us they downgraded to a tropical storm, and we've all lived through that. Yeah. So nobody left. So here come the floods in the middle of the night. They have to bug out. They're in the water swimming or up on their roofs. And the only people that come to, at dawn is the Cajun Patrol that comes from Louisiana, Arkansas, other places, in their boats, civilians. They're not yeah. doing it all over the place now. Civilian patrols are the, the open ferry guys. And they go in there to try and help. But they're escorted in when it first, after the floods, hit Port Arthur, which is one of the big refinery areas east of, um, of Houston. Um, they were escorted in by the State Department. And the State Department guy takes them, they go, they take over because they were worried about the ammo shop being taken over, looters, looters. They always blame it on the looters, right? And so they go in there, and all these private mercenary guys trying to help that saved all these people before come back in to help clear this area. And, and, and their um, State Department guy, after they all get settled in, says, hey, guys, they're going to blow the dams. You're on your own. I'm out of here. If you're, if, if nobody, if you never saw him here. And he leaves. The helicopter comes and takes him out. And they're left there, and they open the dams, and these guys are going to be flooded out. And they're saying they're seeing bullet-ridden bodies floating out into Port Arthur. They said there was a FEMA prison camp there. This is a guy called Show Me Baby who was reporting what he saw after he got back from there. I mean, and the other thing, Fred, they planned it so big so you can understand how big this game is. Who won, who won, who won after the Boston bombing? Who won the World Series? Boston. Who won the World Series after Houston, Harvey? Houston. Who's going to win the World Series this year? In the Super Bowl. Rams or Chargers because it's L.A., Malibu guys. It's laying yeah. in the big stages. You know, it's really a big game for them. And it's those guys are being here here. But it's, it's a much more detailed story of very occult, dark magic. But we're, we're the light, man. We're going, to, we're going to shine our flashlights on these guys. We are. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Wow, this is this is incredible. So, James, right now you're back in Chico, or are you on your way back to Santa Rosa? Where are you right now? Um, I'm in Chico right now. I've got a three-hour drive probably back to 
in Santa Rosa. I'm going to come back here on Tuesday with a gal who started doing this um, interviewing where we're driving up and we're, we're doing meeting people. Because you can go up, there's no police. That's the other interesting thing. There's no police around here. We're driving all over the place up there and going up roads and stuff. And in Santa Rosa, everything was controlled. Here, it's like wide open. We could go up and look and see if we found any body remains and these torched out cars and and, 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 and then, like, the, you know, go up to the battalion chief and talk to him. I mean, it, it's a very target-rich environment to get some very powerful narrative. And what I learned from, from when I when I went to a truther, I cut my teeth on a 9-11 um, Press for Truth video with the women and the guy who did the timeline, and then Loose Change back in October 2005 or so. And yep. those woke me up. But what the guy said who did the timeline, he says, when the event happens, this is really critical because it really works for me and it works for all you, I'm sure. You have to get all the stories you can together because they're going to change it to a single narrative. You have to get all the different winds, the wind temperatures. What was this? What was that? So that's what our work is now is to archive all this. While we all the fire's hot, as they say, fortunately. But I'm trying to get people more to help out. And then the flip side, on the Internet, I've asked people to help out because I would take money that they, they donate to me and then I would give that money to Houston, and I still much giving giving them the money. So they knew they got mm-hmm. it. And we're doing the same thing up here, and we've raised, I don't know, $12,000 that I've been giving out to people, and they're really appreciative because they have nowhere to live. And then, it's like, this one guy who contacted me, I gave him um, $500 because he'd been living in a car for six weeks down in Chico, and he can't go to FEMA. No one's helping him. Um, and, 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 and he calls me back, like, three hours later, and he says, Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, the lady that was living next to me in the car with her three kids, I got him a room for five days uh, in the motel next door so they could have a place to stay with the money. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm seeing so many beautiful acts, you guys. It's really heartwarming yeah. and suffering. You know, it's really neat when, when, same thing I saw in Harvey, the community comes together. They're all in common suffering, you know. So yeah. I don't know if we want to root for suffering or not, but you know what I mean? Well. Wow. So, Jamie, when you go on a site, pull the car over, and, uh, I mean, it's it, it block upon block upon block of just total devastation. Uh, is there something, when you walk upon a house that was destroyed, that you want to check out firsthand? Uh, is there uh, some common thread that you want to look for that uh, is, is revealing itself in each one of these different places? And, and while I say this, uh, I'm kind of following along with this other YouTube channel that you probably know. And I would like to know if you ever met this guy, mental boost, uh, YouTube channel, a great guy. I I don't know who he is or what his name is or anything like that, but he's doing great work, uh, documenting and and zeroing in and exposing a lot of this. And a, a week ago, his YouTube channel was, was almost deleted. It was shut down, but now it's back up. Thank God. Well, and that's it, and then and truth by grace. I mean, we, the, the, the sad part about all this, Fred, is there's only a handful of us that I can count on that I think are actual truthers who really care about it. And one of the, one of yeah. the primary uh, filters I use is, is your name first or, or is the subject first? What's more important? And so people put yeah. their name first, I, you know, and they help you filter and try to give you this information so you two can choose who you can trust and who you cannot. Everything has about 80 90% truth, so some stuff's really good. But it's discernment and judgment which allow you. And mental boost just goes out. And, and we've been working together since the Santa Rosa fire is going. You got the guardrail thing going. And I'm documenting now they're replacing all the guardrails up here. Why the <laughs> are they replacing all the guardrails here? 
and they're not replacing them with the carrot soap, which we just learned from the inner, inner guy with the laser scientist guide, because uh, the carrot soap uh, uh, posts that were holding up the guardrails before was actually the grounding mechanism and the carrot soap to, to soak it to treat it was actually a grounding mechanism to make the bolts in the guardrail that mental boost was showing us pop out and how it popped out. And then the guardrail would drop and arc down on the ground and connect again and then arc again. And that's why you saw it all arc like that. That's how the event occurred. And so mental boost, laser guy, uh, me, we're just learning and discerning what this technology is, is going down in these different areas and why these things are happening. So it's like, I don't know, I'm just like assimilating and then I let the presence of the moment kind of um, guide me somewhat. And I've been helping, I've been helped by a lot of angels, spirits, guides, things like that. This gal that was just sitting here earlier, she's an intuit. She had a feeling, she goes, I feel a lot of dead bodies around here. I feel a lot of death around here. Um, and I'm seeing a lot more of the psychic. I've seen a lot, especially women. The women are coming around to the truth movement, and mother bears waking up, and they're into it, man. They they they're tapped into source, and there's 5,000 years of male warring, only because the male sperm does not die and why they warred with everybody, and the female with menopause loses life-bearing properties. So that's why they create and destroy the feminine ISIS. Top of the Washington State Capitol is ISIS. Five of each state of that is Maryland and Virginia, the Virgin Mary. They created Washington, D.C., February 21st, 1871, to destroy her, which is the feminine defined. They created and destroyed it. This is their big model picture of what they're trying to do here. But meanwhile, they're turning the United States into a factory, China. That's why Foxconn is in Wisconsin taking over that with their big factories that they have 1.3 million employees and make all our smartphones. And that's what suicide nets around because their lives are miserable. That's why they have the $15 an age. That's why Alabama's having a Chinese takeover. That's why in Santa Rosa with the Rebuild North Bay, they brought in James Lee Witt, Clinton's former FEMA director, to do the Rebuild North Bay. James Lee Witt owns E5, E6 visa capitalist programs that bring workers from India and China. You pay a million and a half bucks, you get 10 guys, you get them full legal status, full citizen status, and they're working as employees. Of these companies. Oh, by the way, James Lee Witt has a company that's under Secor, publicly traded company. It's called the Obri- uh, 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 Witt O'Brien. And in the fourth quarter of 2017, they made $18 million on disaster capitalism from Harvey. I mean, are wow. you kidding me? And this is a guy coming in to run Santa Rosa, and now he's up in paradise with all his 666 symbolism. 600 people died, 66 are missing on the screen. And they got the men in black standing there on top of paradise. We're reclaiming it. Um, there's also the Gold Nugget Museum here, which is the, the biggest gold ever found in the Sierra Nevadas. There's a huge gold find underneath it here as well. But this is, it's also super conductive if you want to conduct laser electronic frequency control, which is VLF, very low frequency, and ULF, ultra low frequencies. The conductivity of gold is, is right next, right below silver. So they got all the tools they need, and we've had free energy for over 100 years. That's the technology. He put a rod in the air and something in the ground and said any plane, boat, or a person can go anywhere they want. We have the Garden of Eden right here. We have primary water. All the water we want is 300 feet below us. Over to ours yeah. from primarywater.org and through that. So heaven is right here, folks. We wake up tomorrow. We can have heaven, but we have to reclaim it. And that's where the will comes in. Are we going to wake up? Can we educate enough? 
can we get ourselves together to start the process of the great dawn of awakening of the future of new, what I call new visions of much better ways. But we're just seeds, you guys. We're just planting. What do you want to grow? What do you want to see? What do you want? The fruit of everything we're starting today will not see. But what we're starting today is the most important in hundreds, hundreds of years of consciousness. And generations before us never got access to the, to the knowledge that all of us are having abilities to, to access now. They released the hound, a big, big, you know, a, a meme, but it was also predicted by the Mayan calendar, December 21st, 2012, a 5,163-year-old stone that said on this date, the consciousness of the Milky Way above, the hemisphere of the left brain will go over to the right brain. And in that meantime, in your synapse of your brain, between the two hemispheres, you'll get full consciousness. Well, what have we had since 2012? Look at how, many, how much we've been able to learn and wake up about. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me how much we're downloading now. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jamie, I know you're moving at a very fast pace there, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to delay you from what you have to get on to, but do we like to open up our show to comments and questions? And I think with all that's going on, we need to have you back on. If you could, we'd love to have you back on at least, you know, every six weeks or every four weeks or whatever, because you're gathering so much cutting edge information about this. And, uh, I, I, I'm going to try to reach out to Mental Boost. I've got another guy who is uh, going to come on in a couple of weeks who is with law enforcement, but he doesn't want to show his name, uh, but he's, he's agreed to come on. Uh, and he's, he was well, one of the ones let, that... Let me, uh, let me help you, too. Yeah, let me get the firemen. There's yeah. two fire captains you know, that have, have 20 years' experience with fire captains. They're going live now in public, and I've interviewed them. Oh, I the saw place. those videos. That's incredible. No, that, that, so let's that's get, Let's get them with you. They're great guys. They're my friends. I mean, they, they were coming yeah. public, and we need to get other fire in, in the industry. Because here's the thing, Fred, as you and I know in, in our industry, everybody keeps secrets, and everybody knows something. But you you've got to tell somebody. And so we want to provide vehicles. So if they could go on your show and tell – it's very – they're learning, too, as, as they're watching this because they were trained a certain way, but they're professionals. I mean, they're like boots on the ground guys that were really give you know, uh, authenticity to, to what they're seeing being different. You know what I mean? Incredible. Fred, uh, Rebecca Campbell's on with this. Rebecca oh, Campbell's on with this. And, and she, I don't oh. know if you guys know each other, Jamie Lee and Rebecca, but uh, I was going to let her have it, have the first comment question. Go ahead. Rebecca. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead, Rebecca. Her. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, Jamie, a pleasure meeting you, howsoever, indirectly. Um, you might be interested to know that I am very passionate about this, too, for a number of reasons, because I was uh, one of the early 9-11 activists as well. And so th- and I saw the immediate uh, resemblance of what happened. I saw, saw it immediately. So on the Thanksgiving Day weekend, on November 22nd, I actually did a show from, and I'm calling from Olympia, Washington State, uh, with um, a colleague of mine from Olympia, but he's got a radio broadcast show and webcast uh, that has that's got pretty good worldwide um, distribution. And, and I did 26, I only had like 40 minutes, so I, I did a bullet point layout a potential a template for criminal charges of what I saw was going on up there. So there's a number of ways we can talk later, but the immediate thing I wanted to ask you 
is um, you, the people seem, from what you're saying, to be very devastated, to say the least, if, if they're still alive. <laughs> um, so is there a basis of, of getting a group of people together to do a legal action? Or do you think that at this point it's premature because they're too de- devastated? I, I you know, when we say legal action, we have to again define what that means, and everything kicks back up. So you start at a, at a local level, you kick it up to state, then it kicks up to Fed, and then you watch and listen to uh, Kay Griggs in her four-hour interview where she was with all the top military brass, greeting all the generals and the admirals around the world coming back to Langley, and she says all the corrupt, <laughs> all the JAG guys are in are in the federal system. So if your goal is okay, to- right, I, I want to. I got. I better clarify. Yeah, just legal-wise, but what we did in, in, in Mendocino was we declared the author our own authority. First time this measure had ever been passed, and this is really exciting, you guys. To, this can be copied. Mm-hmm. It's a legal document that we worked on for 10 years. In 10 years, and we, we passed this community bill of rights, as well as given nature rights in legal standing to exist. First time ever, accounting, and we banned fracking. And so the communities and supervisors were legally beholden to us, all right, before that state and federal. We superseded state and federal law by our authority of claiming our legal rights. The sheriff is under us. He was for us. He passed it by 68% in November of 2016. Now, Mendocino is kind of pretty spread out, but they were the first one to pass a ban on GMOs. So this is okay. really exciting, but go ahead. Uh, Jamie, I'm aware of this, and, I, and I'm, I've talked to some of the key people in CELDF, which has been behind these initiatives. And that's one of the things, and, I, and we were talking about how we could possibly work together. What I am working with is contract law and in the notice of liability. And this stays, it's ex curia, which means it's outside the courts unless you have to defend the lien that you levy in a contract form after you do a preface, which is essentially like the, the factual allegations portion of a criminal lawsuit or a civil lawsuit. And then the second portion that gives it its power is the contract that you create. We do not consent to your contract, and most of these contracts are by nature, and you've discussed this in what you said earlier, are by nature adhesion contracts. Um, We do not consent to this contract. We are reframing the contract and putting it right back in your face. And then you... Let me ask you a question, though, because I've studied this somewhat, too. Can you assign a contract somebody without remuneration or consideration, can you assign it? In the sense of, yes, you serve it. You serve it to them. Assign responsibility or liability to another without some type of consideration or remuneration. In in, in common common law court. So you can't can't assign a contract, right? can't say you're going to do this because I'm telling you to because I signed this piece of paper with this legal document that you, Joe Blow, are going to have to work for me. You can't do that. Actually, they're, they're, they, you can do that because they've tried to force a contract on you and you're reframing it. And so they have a, they have a chance in 30 days to consent or not consent, and, uh, and if they don't rebut it, then your contract becomes pre- preeminent. That's contract law. And so you don't need uh, attorneys. You just need notaries public. And, and the, largest, the larger the number of people doing this, the more power it's going to have. And it, it, well, it, they, it, They've had this sovereign man movement that's been going on for eight years now, clogging up the courts of Canada, 
And then all they did was inform the police that the sovereign movement where people were claiming their rights to be sovereign citizens and taking their license plate off and uncontracting no, 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 all no, the contract Jamie, laws. Jamie, no, 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 I'm I saying an example of clogging the court system with the numbers of people, it hasn't worked. We, have, we don't have okay, any Jamie, that we can say has worked. It's not movement. court. You're, this is outside the court. It, it's a financial way of getting them. They become financial, financially liable. But if they don't pay, what do you do? You go to the court system to resolve it. It all filters to the courts. Any financial disputes that you can't say, I'm going to go take a gun and take my money back. You have to go through their system. It's corrupt. It's a financial corporation. The bar attorney, British accredited registry, is registered in the city of London. All U.S. attorneys are corrupt. It's a for-profit system. Jamie, why do you want? Why do you not, want to play in there? Okay, I'm not okay. playing. It's in, you're outside the courts other than if you have to defend the lien. Well, it's you outside. You're not using you attorney. The court. Your, your, last, your, your last resort is to get into the court system as a resolution. That's your last resort. Hey, hey okay. Rebecca, J- J- Jamie, maybe we could, uh, I'd be more than happy to try to moderate a common ground with what Rebecca is trying to do here, Jamie. I'm not really understanding, but I, I know she's has good intent, goodwill. And and it's got a lot of information, a lot of research. No, no, no I understand because so I look at it, and I'm just trying to, to bring the other Jenny, side of the conversation. Jenny, to, to we want I. I wrote. Okay, can I say one thing, and then we can sure. talk about it later. I I did a, a simplified version of what we're doing with the smart meters in Seattle, and we, we and and we had half the council resign, the mayor resi- had to resign, and then two of the heads of Seattle City Light resigned. So this has power. British Columbia was almost shut down with the bond using this method about 10 years ago. So I know that it's, it, it, there, it might have to be tweaked and so forth because it's, it's, it's newer and it's on a more systemic level. We're not messing Again, around with it. A, I'm sorry, but I take it up to a bigger picture. Since 2007, when I started freaking out financially, when idiots were getting half a million dollars of loans to buy houses in California, driving the prices up on nothing but debt, I said, this is going to be ugly. I raised in Wall Street, you don't overspend more than you have. We were the most credited country in the world when I was in Wall Street, and now they're running out of debt. Like I said, this is going to be ugly. Well, I'm sorry, since 2007, 2008, they've run up $22 trillion in current debt, and nobody even knows what a trillion dollars is. And we, this is going to be nothing, nothing like the 1929 Depression. That's why they're telling you we're switching to the gold standard. That's why crypto coins are probably going to be the electronic currency. We've got much bigger issues. The, 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 the mandatory vaccinations, the real ID 2020 coming in, the whole space out sun simulators, the geoengineering, they're burning us out. I mean, you want to go through the court system and spend your time, I mean, go for it. But okay. I don't Jamie, see that as a remedy. I won the court. I, I took it out of the court when I wrote this. It stopped the case. They dropped this. Did you win the battle? Is it going to win the war when there's so much bigger things that are going on here about why don't we write our own laws? Why don't we say what we want? Why don't we just start our own courts if that's what we want or find agreements in our communities about people we can get along with? That's why this I'm doing that as well, but I'm saying... We're declaring what we want, sir. What do we want? Not what they are offering us as settlement of how to do it. It's totally corrupt. Totally corrupt. I, yeah, J- you know, Jamie. I think I think there's, there's some there's something here that I think we could probably mesh out and, and even out here. But but uh, uh, this guy's gonna run into my car here in the parking lot. Sorry, but uh, 
anyway, Rebecca, thank you for uh, – I, I, I promise you, Rebecca, let's try to uh, uh, share what you have experienced. And you're saying it's outside the court. That's the important message that you meant, mentioned there. It's, it's outside the court. But you did affect change, positive you know, these people step down and everything else. But uh, let's, because uh, I know, Jamie, your time is, is limited, but uh, Rebecca, thank you. And uh, can I call you, Rebecca, tomorrow and uh, have a little chat about this? And I'd be more than happy to try to uh, connect this through, whether it's Jamie or other people, on, on what you're doing here, because I think you're onto something. Yeah, and we can have her back as a guest again, Rebecca, because okay. I know you've got so many projects. Maybe a whole show just for Rebecca to, to lay oh, yeah. she, she, Well, she, this is only one fraction of what she's I, I, and I, doing. And I don't so. want to demean, I don't want to shortchange Rebecca on this call tonight, but that wasn't the purpose. But I do think she's got something that needs to be, uh, you know, brought to a wider audience. And I really appreciate that. Uh, uh, Jamie, uh, we're, we're going to try to open it up. Anybody else out there who's listened and part of the show tonight want to make a comment or question to Jamie Lee? And, and by the way, on the front page of our newsletter, uh, on the main website, there is a link for Jamie's two books. And uh, we can get uh, a PDF file sent to you if you're interested. Uh, you can use Jamie's email address. He can forward you the free PDF version of his, of his book. But there are two Amazon links you can buy the book as well, but uh, he does offer them for free as well. Anybody else a comment or a question for James? Jamie Lee, feel free. Yeah, Jamie, hey, this is uh, Steve with AU Network. Good to hear you back on with us again. Thanks for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's an honor. Uh, Jamie, I was curious. I think like one of the guys that I've really been interested in his work, especially when he did the, uh, the film uh, – uh, um, Clips of Fantasy, um, Ball Starling. Uh, that was a great video. I, I really loved everything he covered in there. H- how do you get hold of this guy in Malaysia? Uh, Fred's tried. Uh, is there any way to get hold of this guy that, that does uh, Flat Earth 101? Tell me more because I hadn't heard his name before you mentioned it. Oh, really? You're not familiar with him? Uh, I, actually, the, the video he did, it's on the newsletter. If you go to our newsletter, the one I sent to you, and go to the bottom page and click on that, you can play the one he did, and that's phenomenal. Uh, it's one of the synopsis of, of, of the basics. Yeah, of that, and then he goes into the uh, uh, history of, of how the wandering stars happen, while we have uh, seven days uh, in a week, and why they have the names of each seven yeah, days, what they represent. Yeah, I mean, this this guy cut, he lay, outlaid everything. And it even goes into detail of where the moon is during an eclipse. It's really phenomenal. I, I, it's one of the best we, I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and, and we've got this guy, Martin Kenny, which is back at you. I, I highly recommend everybody look if you're, in, if you're into flat earth, if you want to talk to yeah. um, that, uh, this guy, Martin Kenny, who I got turned mm-hmm. on to about six, eight months ago. Yeah. And he's, you know, I was right there when, when the flat earth meme started at the uh, October of 2014. Right, and I've watched this whole thing, and I never knew it could get to such a consciousness of mo- a lot of people that are just like going, "Oh yeah," like I'm going, "Wait a minute, nobody's ever acknowledged it, even you know, you're not like mm-hmm. you're an idiot. What does that mean?" Because yeah. first of all, most people don't understand heliocentric theory, so you have to explain right. to them, "Oh, it spins at a thousand miles an hour, and this is why it's tilted, and this is what makes it hot and cold," and then you have to get into the flat Earth. Right. But 
the thing the thing that got me and it's kept me in the whole game and why I came out with the book. My book's like the same way. It's like a People magazine version, two or three sure. of as many of the different subjects of flat earth and also blowing holes in the heliocentric theory. Of course. I mean, and, it, and, and then once you do that, you connect back with 5,000 years of theocosmogony, which is all the, all the way back to the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, the Sumerians, the, the Egyptians, the ancient Hebrews, the Far East, the Near East Indians, the, the, the Nordic Vikings, the the, the Toltecs, the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Iroquois—they were all geocentrics. Exactly. See, people that. people cannot relate uh, with how these were predictable as far as the eclipses a long time ago, centuries ago. I mean, they were able to do this. So but this is nothing the dark new. Dark ages—we're we're only coming 500 years out of the dark ages in the bigger. That's exactly right. Time. Yeah, they, Plato's, they, year, Plato's year was 25,920 years. Right. That was the time for the stro- a zodiac cycle. To complete one cycle in the sky is right. 25,920 years, which is 2,160 years per zodiac sign. Right. Now, when you take an average breath a minute, the average human takes 18 breaths a minute. Right. 18 times 60 to get an hour is 1,080, which is half of a cycle of 2,160. One, right. <clears throat> excuse me, 1,080 breaths in an hour times 24 hours is, drum roll please, 25,920 breaths. Yeah. As above, so below. So the Mayan calendar that said this is going to be rising the hemisphere consciousness between the two sides and you're going to gain higher consciousness in the cosmos is also below in us. And this mm-hmm. is why I keep, let's celebrate that we're at the forefront of disclosing a massive 500, 5,000-year lie. Mm-hmm. That they wanted us to believe we're in the most insignificant one of billions billions in the corner of an ever-expanding galaxy, and not very important going, spinning some light that you can't comprehend because you're meaningless. Or, yeah. or, you are the most important of all of God's universe, of which there's many verses, in this one creation, and the luminaries that they used to be called, the destiny, destinari stars, the energy beings are here to help guide you, along right. with our sun, and our moon towards your consciousness rising out of such depths of the dark ages, which the Roman Catholics ran, and they said no information would get out unless it was our information. Right. What we believe it will kill you. And this has all been done, and then they changed the whole from a female moon calendar to the Gregorian calendar. And right. they shifted it all from, they started the Gutenberg Press and said it was free press. No, it was mind control. And right. it falls spiritually between the, the fallen Nephilim between the 1850s and the 1870s, when they started the British Museums, they started all the lies Darwinism, they started the whole story about dinosaurs, the whole story about fossil fuels. That was in the 1850s and 70s where this intelligent beings came in in their darkness because they're fallen souls. They're darkening going down, and they don't want us to ascend. Exactly. So they want to make it really hell on earth for us all. Exactly. You know, and, you know I, try to, I try to tell people that uh, if, a lot of people that watch MSNBC, and I said, if you want to see how corrupt, I said, look at some of the backdrops when their guests are talking. I love the one where they put the backdrop of the library scene, and it's got the globe in there. I said, why in the hell put the globe in there? What's the purpose of having it in there? But they got to have it in there. they got to have it in there. So, if well, watch, watch all the movies. Watch Back into the Future. <laughs> you know, where they, have, they have Biff Taylor, the Back into the Future guy who owns the yeah. casino called Paradise Casino. Now, Biff Taylor is Donald Trump. That's under the meaning of how long this paradise thing has been going. You'll see the song by the Eagles, The Last Resort. They right. call it paradise. 
Yeah, and, good and, point. And while the town got high, they blew it up. He says, uh, you know, and, and it's gone. They good sing point. about these songs a long time ago. Um, you go back to Heavy Metal Magazine, a cartoon magazine in 1990, and they got a whole thing about a 12-page cartoon about Leona Helmsley and Donald Trump and Trump building a wall. Mm. Why is Trump talking about building a wall in 1990 in Heavy Metal Magazine? Unless it's been programmed and they're giving you early means to set your, you know, mind to accept this is going to be okay. Like like all the movies before 9-11, you know, Family Guy and Bruce Willis's Twin Towers in L.A., it puts a meme in your head to accept something like that but put you in shock so they can come out with the Patriot Act. Yep. Ten days after the event, 3,008-page document with James this to that, James Dr. T, James all legalese and Cheney's pumping it, and Dasho and Leahy won't sign it because it's taking away all Americans' rights. And so yep. who gets the, who gets the, who gets the uh, anthrax? It's, it's Dasho and Leahy, and they go ahead and sign right after that. They sign it all over. It passes unanimously. Nobody ever read it. Took away all their rights right after 9-11. I mean, anybody? And nobody even, even nobody even questioned the three tr- trillion dollars that went missing the next day. Yeah, that was asked by Rumsfeld the day before. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this, this, but, but I read an article which I believe to be true. because I, 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 I made my cutting on, on trend watching in Wall Street. I watch trend. Mm-hmm. But the new trend is now that everybody thinks 9/11 was was an inside job or something was wrong with it. You talk to people now; it's an easy conversation to have. When did that happen? When did all of a sudden 50% or more of the population think 9-11 was an inside job? Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. You know? Just like everybody pays their taxes because they'll go to jail. We just know it. It's just yep. the mind control we're not aware of. They call TV programming. And this is over decades and decades of media waves of this black skyer screen, black magic, that informs us of everything. Remember newspapers? Yep. I used to read six, eight newspapers a day. Right? Yep. Yeah, they're a dying breed. They're a dying breed, no doubt. But it means we're all single source. We're all hive-minded, as we call it. We're all in a controlled environment where you take away somebody's smartphone and turn it off overnight, you've got deadly. Yep. And this it's only started since 2003. The Internet started in 1995. It was the former Interpol, but it was released by DARPA to the public. Why did they want everybody on the Internet? Why does everybody have a smartphone and can't live without it? That's right. It's, yep. You know, it's, it's drinking the Kool-Aid where we can't live without it. And so my whole mantra for people individually, what can I do, is grow some food. Know yeah. where water comes from. Know what's in it. Have, uh, energy, where does it come from? Yeah, one of the warnings that Aaron Russo was giving all of us uh, when he had his film out was about the chip. But you don't even have to worry about the chip because everybody already has it with a smartphone. Well, can we just have a moment for guys like Aaron Russo and 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 and, and you know, these guys that are just William Cooper that spoke out so long ago had nobody. At least you, us, we can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But they were lone wolves to speaking the truth out. I mean, I have the utmost respect for those gentlemen and others sure. that, have, that have done the work that, that's allowed us to be here, you know. Right. And you're right. I mean, and that's what you and I were talking earlier, Fred, is that movie, yep. uh, I, I, I trend-wise. So when I watch Wall Street, I watch what the guys that were successful were doing. How are they successful? Why were they successful? When were they successful? And then what were they buying and selling? And so now I watch the same thing with what's going on here. You know, who's who's pulling all the buttons and, and, and doing all this stuff? And it's just it's all controlled. And it's all mind controlled. But once you break free, you see the world completely different. But you also lose your friends. You lose your family. You lose 
connectivity to a world that no longer relates to you. It's true. Right? Then you want to tell everybody else, and then everybody looks at you like an idiot. Like, one Christmas, my brother got me a box of Alcoa aluminum foil to make my own tin hats with. You know? I got kicked out of a Thanksgiving dinner last year, or two years ago, at my mom's, traditional, because I had a toast to the crafts that couldn't make it tonight because they're not in the oceans anymore. So we used to have craft for Thanksgiving dinner every year. And then because they, they shut them off because of all the pollution of the Pacific Ocean, China won't even buy our crafts. They didn't, the yeah. family, it's time for gathering. It's time for good times, Jamie. Don't bring people down. Go. Go. <laughs> you didn't hear me, though. You had to hear what I said. You can't say you didn't hear what I said. But this is why we must speak our truth. This is why we have oral arguments and court systems. We have to speak our truth. Everyone has to speak out now. You can't stay silent. You're, you're trained the future generations that aren't going to exist if you stay silent. It's that big a story. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, thank you so much for, for sharing some of your time tonight. And, and we want to stay in touch and have you back on. And, and, and anybody that you think could could come on our show that would like to share this story as well, their story, I mean, that's what, that's what we've been doing for 12 years is to try to provide a forum, the archival links we can share, we can uh, you know dovetail and support each other. Because, uh, I mean, just the idea that people – uh, can come and share verbally uh, an experiential, powerful force of, of truth and energy. It's very uplifting for us as, as receivers of that story and for the person delivering the story. So uh, it may sound simple, it may sound you know old school, but uh, we need more connectivity in our world, and, and that's what this show has tried to do. You know, to connect, to help, to serve uh, the common man. Uh, in the trenches, in the local communities, with uh, stories that are unique, special, that need to get out. And, and just the process of getting out these stories, having you on tonight is another example, just getting your voice out there uh, more out of the box and more uh, open. And I know this, this can virally spread. Uh, we, don't, we don't really understand how this viral process works, but it does work. We've seen it work in our own uh, community, beginning with Aaron Russo, when we got behind him with that documentary back in 2006, 2007. That's what brought us together to form this show many, many years ago. And we honor his memory, his spirit, his lion-like voice that uh, we really miss for, for so many years now. Yeah, and back, you know, that, that, those people that we stand on the shoulders of, you know, we have to be humble that, that we've been blessed to be at this time. But it's also a call to your own inner soul, I mean, what's important to you and what really matters. And so speaking out while you can, even though it's their system. But to finish off this Measure S thing, it's really powerful about declaring your own sure. legal status. What, we want, what I wanted to do, nobody was ready to do this, but here's, here's the thing. If anybody wants to look it up, you have the legal documents, you can copy it in your communities, write your own laws, folks. They can abolish your government, too. But when this crisis hits and things are falling apart, you can start forming your own organizations. You're allowed to do that, folks. You're allowed to. And what we were going to do and what my idea was, Fred, you're going to love this, there's $325 million in county pension funds in Mendocino County. I wanted to tell the Board of Supervisors we are commandeering all those funds. We're going to pull every county member. And do you wish to support Google, Facebook, Apple, and all the evil empire? 
or local community infrastructure with your three hundred and twenty five million dollar investments. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom, you own your county, you're funded with your own people. Go. But get rights of nature in your legislation. Because protecting nature is life. And life is being attacked not just in the human level, but at Mother Earth and the scorched earth policies and all they're doing with the geoengineering and the heavy metals in the soils and all the other things yeah. that we talk about. So we have to speak out now. And thank you again for having me. Appreciate it. Everyone, please share. Uh, and we're going to spread this. The link will be available uh, on, on the on the website uh, in, a few, in a few days. And Jamie, we'll forward you the Steve will forward you the the archive link later on this evening. Sure. And uh, be careful uh, coming and going in paradise. Uh, keep the YouTube channel going, guys. Please share the YouTube channel. Follow what Jamie is doing, and uh, and and ask for the book. He'd be more than happy to email you a free copy of his PDF file for each of the book for the geoengineering and the flat earth book. So, Jamie, thank you so much. Uh, stay in touch, and uh, let's have you back on more often, okay? You know, I'd, I'd love to, to keep this story alive because, again, I said this is bigger than 9-11. I'd love to come weekly and do updates just to report 10 Thanks, to 15 Jamie. minutes about what we're learning. That'd be great. Absolutely. Every week for just a few minutes would be great, but at least every other week, if not every third week. We'd love to have you back on. All right, guys. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you, Steve. And, uh, guys, next week, A-U-N, American Underground Network. Just a little teaser next week, guys, a voice from the past, uh, the great Cameron Kirkconnell from the island of Bonacá in the uh, in the Gulf of Mexico down there or somewhere in, 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 in the Central America. He was the gentleman who worked with us on, on that big, massive project, getting the AFTF DVDs duplicated, replicated, and shipped and accounted for. He will be our special guest. Uh, so a lot of reminiscing about the AFTF days and Aaron Russo are going to be on the, sh- the, the call next week this time. So that's it, guys. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Thank you. See you guys. Take care. God bless. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.